We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, so we welcome to the show Sal Capaccio, sideline reporter of the Buffalo Bills. Good morning, Sal. How you doing? I'm doing well. I mean, unfortunately, it's under these circumstances, but I wish you'd text and call more often, Janet. I know. How are you? I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well. We haven't spoken in a while. I know. Um, you know, obviously, you know, good news yesterday that we can talk about in the situation, but um, it's great to talk to you and all of your listeners. It's been a little bit too too long. Too long, for sure. Um, I think Sports Illustrated covered it the best when their headline or the front page of their magazine, when we didn't see the thumbs up, and it just says it all, you know? I mean, America has gone through it together, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will tell you that over the last, you know, 72 hours or so, ever since Monday night into Tuesday, I've personally done more national and local radio and television than ever in my life. And I only tell you that because so many people are interested in this story and reaching out, you yeah. know, and I've been trying to be, I'm trying to make myself available to as many people as possible to, Hey, you know, to tell people, be a source of information for what happened, but also tell, talk about tomorrow. I think it's important to talk about him as a person and, you know, relay his story and things like that. But this is gripped the nation. There's no doubt. It's not just sports. It's news. I've done plenty of just regular news shows yeah. too. And obviously after the news of yesterday and the positive news, you know, people are really starting to feel uh, a lot better, and, and it was very uplifting. Mm-hmm. Sal, why do you think this particular story, and I know it was a, a big game Monday Night Football, Rose Bowl, people were tuning in, like there were a lot of eyes on the screen, but why do you think this one made such an impact? Because I haven't seen a individual, a situation uh, affect the nation quite like this in a long time. He united, he united this nation. Why do you think, Damar? You know, Nick, it's a good question. I thought about this. I, I think, obviously, a lot of factors were played with what you just said. It was a national television game, right? It's Monday Night Football. It's, you know, come on, think about that. The Monday Night Football, that spotlight yeah. that you're on. The whole nation is watching. We go back to the 1970s with Monday Night sure. Football. It's the showcase game of the National Football League. There's so many people watching. And it was such a big game for these two teams. I mean, this game was hyped up. Not only is the Monday Night Football game the best game of the weekend, the most important game of the weekend. Everybody was watching. Everybody had an opinion on it. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. So there was that. But the other part is, I think it's just football, right? We love football. 
We know the inherent risks of football and the fact that we view these people as oftentimes larger than life and tougher than life. Mm-hmm. When something like that is happening, I think it just takes away all of that kind of that wall, that barrier, and brings it down to such a human emotional element that we're not used to in watching football. We've seen injuries, right? We've all seen head injuries and neck injuries and unfortunately really bad injuries. This was something like unlike anything we've ever seen in the biggest sport in America on its biggest stage. What was it like yesterday when they had the press conference from Cincinnati and the doctors said they've seen remarkable improvements? Was at one Bills drive, was everyone watching at the same time we were hearing it and seeing it too? So yesterday we you know, didn't really know what the media situation would be like with us. Um, we were not allowed into the facility until after that. The Bills have kind of had a closed facility, closed practices. We haven't been able... Up until last night, we have not talked to one single coach or player. We just wow. were not able to, which is totally understandable, right? I mean, I yeah, get it. Not, for not, sure. not complaining whatsoever. We're taking our cues from the Bills on how they want to do this and how they want to handle it. Then we got the word. We were all basically, Janet, um, the entire media. I mean, we're talking local. We're talking ESPN, um, whoever it is. They're all, we were all out in lot six, kind of a staging area, if you will, waiting to see, you know, when are we going in? What are we doing? What's today hold? Then they told us we were going to have the press conference and the Zoom call with the doctors. So everybody kind of did it in their own way. They did open the press box finally for us. So that's where I watched it. I went into the press box. I was there with a bunch of other media. We were all on our own computers, but we were watching it and we all could kind of, you know, ask a question if we wanted ourselves and do that. Everybody consumed it their own way, but you know, we were able to kind of, I was able to get up in the press box, watch it that way, write an article on it and do it. And then we were told we're going to have Sean McDermott and select players available at four thirty. So, you know, just staying at the facility, waiting for that to happen. And then ultimately we went down into the post-game media room inside the tunnel to, you know, talk with Coach McDermott, Sean, um, with Josh Allen, Mitch Morris, and Dane Jackson. Uh, Dane Jackson is one of DeMar Hamlin's closest friends on the team, right? He is. They grew up together, and they played at the University of Pittsburgh together, and now, of course, teammates with the Bills. How's Dane? You know, I thought he was – he really handled it well yesterday. And I, I will tell you, Seeing the positivity flow out of Dane yesterday was good for me, at least, and maybe a lot of other people, too. I think seeing how upbeat he was and positive he was talking about DeMar and knowing the situation now mm-hmm. gave me a lot of comfort to know yeah. that here's his best friend who's, who's feeling really good about this <laughs> and, and where it stands right now. And, you know, and I've, I've shared this story many times, many times over the last you know, several days, but during the whole ordeal when it was going on on the field – all of the players, coaches, and staff were out there. And there were only maybe, there were the, you know, there was a handful of media people on the sidelines. I was one of them. And I happened to turn around, and I saw a woman at the base of the wall wearing a blue number three jersey. And I could tell it was probably DeMar's mom. And she looked out, and she was talking to security. There was no way to get on the field where she was standing. Mm-hmm. Not like Highmark, where we have those stairs at every aisle. And I could hear her say, and she looked at security, and she said, that's my son. And she looked at me and she said, that's my son. And she's trying to get on the field. She's most, she wants to get on the field. Right. It's very emotional. Very emotional because you see this woman who's watching this happen to her son on the field and she, she oh. couldn't be with him and she wanted to. Right. Well, anyway, so, so I turned around then to go towards the bench to see if there was anybody that could help her. And I happened to get, catch a glimpse. Dane actually at that moment had also kind of walked over and he caught a glimpse of her and pointed at her and got Len Vandenboss, who is the, Bill's team chaplain 
told him and pointed to her, Damar's mom, they went over there and with the help of Bill's security and Bengal security got her to a spot where she could come down and be with him when he came off the field. So I asked Dean about that yesterday. He said he knew where they were sitting and something clicked to make sure that he, he was able to point them out to get them down. Wow. Josh, how's he? Very emotional yesterday. Yeah. Very emotional. Uh, raw emotion coming out of Josh. And, you know, this is a superstar NFL quarterback. So funny, you know, how many, what do we, what do we say about Josh Allen? He's superhuman. He's an alien. He's a robot. No. Mm-mm. He's a human being with a lot of emotion that just saw something horrific with one of his teammates. And that really came out yesterday. And, and, and that was, I, I applaud, <coughs> excuse me, I applaud the, vulnerability and ability to be vulnerable by Josh and Sean McDermott. You know, yesterday when they spoke to us in the media room, they were both very emotional. Mm-hmm. Did it change the way you look at the game? No, Nick, it, it, it doesn't. And I, I don't mean that to sound, you know, bad or crass in any way. But when you grow up with this game like I have and played this game like I have and coached this game like I have and cover it from – this angle, like I have, like many other people, you know that there are many, many risks involved, and you see a lot of these things happen. How many times have we seen, unfortunately, a major head injury? Yeah. A neck injury. We saw, you know, Dane Jackson, speaking of him, remember he went off the, the ambulance mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, you know, in the same game, Micah High got hurt, and, you know, he mm-hmm. had to have neck surgery. We've seen all these things. I think you, you have that understanding. I It doesn't change the way I see the game. Not at all. What I think that it did, though, was it reminded me that, again, these are human beings who at mm-hmm. any moment something like this can happen while they're out there playing, and you have to remember that and how much it, it, it truly is them putting so much at risk every time they step on the field. Even though you know that already, it's that reminder that you hope you never get, but then you finally got. On the phone this morning with sideline reporter for the Buffalo Bills, Sal Capaccio, um, Sean McDermott, he was so like he can't be this humble. Look, when he talked yesterday and said anybody would have reacted and done what I had done, I don't think so. In that moment in time, the way he led was so important, and we're so lucky to have him as our head coach. I agree with you. Um, I actually think not that it really matters. I think he should very much be in consideration for NFL Coach of the Year. I do too. For, for a the record of the team and B how they've navigated this season, considering the record of the team and all that's happened. And you were talking about the snow game and getting moved and the blizzard that happened and not getting home and the challenges of all that. And then what happened obviously on Monday night and his team and how he handled it, just how he handled it. Mm -hmm. Um, I give Zach Taylor, the Cincinnati Bengals coach, a lot of credit too, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. I like him. Yeah. He's the one that said, when McDermott said to him, I have to be at the hospital with DeMar, I can't continue coaching this game, he said, then that's when he knew they shouldn't play. Right. And, you know, those two getting together. I Look, Josh said it best yesterday. This isn't coming from me who covers Sean McDermott. This is coming from one of his players, his most important player and team captain. Josh Allen said he was the perfect man to lead us through that situation. Yeah. And Mitch Morris echoed those sentiments. I've always had the most utmost respect for Sean McDermott as a leader. I think that's what endears him to his players so much is how great of a leader he is and gives them and gives them so much ownership of their team and their careers and themselves and expects a lot from them, but also 
you know, allows them to be themselves in not only their personality, but, you know, who they can be. What, what is, you know, the saying the Bills always have is, when you come to Buffalo, we're going to allow you to be the best version of yourself. Mm. And, and I think that that's why they, that's what the goal is all the time and why they um, really love Sean McDermott. And, you know, the other thing about this is, so Coy Wire, I don't know if you know Coy Wire is, guys. He of played course. Yeah. He's on CNN, right? CNN guy right. now. And he, he was at the press conference last night. And he was a teammate of Kevin Everett when Kevin Everett mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here in Buffalo. And he made a really good, it was a question, but it was really a point he was making, I think. And he said to Mitch Morris, he said, I was on the field when my teammate was paralyzed. What did it mean to you to have a coach that gave you the option and that you wanted to play? Because I think his point was, we didn't have that option. Right. We were told to go out there and play afterwards. What did it mean to you to have a coach that allowed you to have that option? And Mitch talked about how important that was that he said he really, really respected Sean McDermott's vulnerability again in that time and how it allowed all of them to be vulnerable and not feel like they were pressured in doing one thing or another. On the phone this morning with Sal Capaccio, sideline reporter for the Buffalo Bills, um, we've talked about the feelings at one Bills drive yesterday. I want to talk now about DeMar Hamlin. How about how much money his charity has raised? Isn't I, I'm awestruck. It's amazing. It really is. Um, you know, you don't expect anything less from people in Buffalo after all the philanthropic things that they've done over the years. Andy Dalton and his charity back in 2017. Lamar Jackson has a concussion in Buffalo in the playoffs. People donate tons of money to his charity. Mm-hmm. To a Bailoa, what happened to him? People donate to him. He even mentioned it a few weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. You don't, you, you don't, we know all the things and you go to Bill's mafia and 26 shirts and Del Reed, all those great things and people that are a part of all those kinds of things. This happened here to one of our own. So you, you, you don't, you're not surprised by the outpouring of outpouring of support here in Buffalo. What's been incredibly striking is how far reaching this has been with yeah. these donations. If you go, by the way, if you go to the GoFundMe page and it is a GoFundMe page, but even though it was set up as a GoFundMe for a toy drive, the money isn't just going to a GoFundMe toy drive. They're not going to have like seven, eight million dollars just go to a toy drive. They actually have now said that these are going to. This money is going to go to a lot of different organizations and foundations that Demar wants it to and is and, and is a part of. So just so everybody knows. Mm-hmm. So if you go there and you look though at the GoFundMe, look at the donors, look at the names. Yeah, you're going to see names <laughs> that are really, really popular, big, important. We're talking about. Owners of CEOs, owners of organizations, uh, public companies. It's incredible the amount of money and the names you see there. Yeah, it is incredible. Um, tell us and our listeners a few things that people should know about Damar Hamlin. Yeah, he is a uh, he's an unassuming young man. When I say that, I mean he's all about playing football and helping his team and working hard. And when he's off the field, you see now the toy drive that he's a part of. By the way, he started when he was in college. So remember mm-hmm. that, all right? That's when 2020 was in college, a pit, that he started that. That's, he had the, the wherewithal and the foresight to want to give back, right? This is mm-hmm. the kind of young man he is. I'll give you a couple of stories real quick. So when, they, when he took over for Micah Hyde after Micah got hurt, they were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers maybe the week after, a couple of weeks after. And I remember that Tuesday, Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Steelers, he has his pre-week, you know, media uh, media session. It's like on a Tuesday leading up to the game. 
And Mike Tomlin comes out, and he's going through, and he's talking about the Bills and how much respect he has for them and Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. And then he says, you know, and they have DeMar Hamlin, and he's a 4-1-2 kid, and I love that kid, and I've known him since <laughs> 12 years old. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, that's awesome. So I go ne- next day, I go to the locker room, and I see DeMar, and I said, DeMar, did you hear Coach Tomlin talking about you? And, guys, I'll tell you, the look on his face, the smile. Goes, yeah, I love Coach. He goes, he's my guy. We've known each other a long time. I really appreciated that. He was so proud that someone like Mike Tomlin would say something like that about him. Wow. Right? You could see and feel that he was so proud. And then yeah. after that game, or maybe it was the next game, after that game or next game, I always do a walk-off interview. I go up and I run up to somebody on the field after they won the game, and I say, hey, let's do a live radio interview. And it's just kind of very organic. Mm-hmm. So that game, I had not never – DeMar had a big part, part in it. He had Remember, he had been a, a backup his whole career. Now, right. he's thrust into this lineup, and they win the game. He has a good game. I run on the field. I go, tomorrow, tomorrow, and I got a mic in my hand. I go, live radio, live radio. And he looks at me, he's like, no, no, I'm good. Like, he didn't know what was going on. And I go, Damar, in nine years I've been doing this, you'd be the first person to say no to a live walk-off radio interview <laughs> after you win. <laughs> and he kind of looked at me, kind of stunned, and he goes, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. He had no idea. And we, I did the interview. I remember it was a really good interview. I went in the locker room after, and I said, man, I did not mean to put you in a bad spot. I'm so sorry. And he laughed, and he goes, no, it's all good. I didn't know you wanted to talk to me. I didn't know what was going on. And I think that just shows you yeah, he's out there to play football to help his team. He's not worried about doing interviews and right. the limelight or anything like that. And it was, it was kind of funny, actually. Uh, on the phone with sideline reporter Sal Capaccio from the Buffalo Bills. All right, so Sunday's game against the Patriots. And now that we know that the NFL is not going to have us replay the Cincinnati game, um, from what I can see, we play a neutral site unless it's a Bills-Bengals championship game, and then that game is in Buffalo. That's not necessarily true. I was close. Um, (laughs) You're close. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, it depends on how things shape up this weekend to depend if the game would be at a neutral site. There's a lot of maybes. There's a lot of maybes. Yeah. That's right. So so if the Bills – if okay, how about this? I'll, I'll make it as simple as possible for you. Okay. The Chiefs play Saturday. The Bills play Sunday, okay? Mm-hmm. If the Chiefs and Bills have the same result this weekend, and then the two meet in the AFC Championship, it's going to be in a neutral site. Okay. okay. If the Chiefs win and the Bills lose, the Chiefs are hosting the AFC Championship game if they get there. And okay. if the Chiefs lose and the Bills win, the Bills are hosting the AFC Championship game if they get there. If All they right, have so the same s- result, it will be a neutral site. So Saturday, I root for the Chiefs to lose, and yes. obviously Sunday, the Bills to win. You are the biggest Raiders fan in the history of Raiders fans Saturday at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> okay. Go uh-huh. buy go buy all your Ice Cube Raiders gear that you could ever buy. Okay. okay? All right. I'll do that. That's, that's what you're going to do. Um, because they are, that is a monster game for the Buffalo Bills. And if, if, they, if the Bills have any chance of hosting the AFC Championship game, two things need to happen. One of two yeah. things. Either A, the Chiefs have to lose on Saturday – or B, they have to lose before they get to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Gotcha. Sal, you've got a, a little Bills fan in your house. What was his perspective? What did Max have to say about what went down? Yeah, I'm glad you asked um, because I think, you know, everybody, I think people are probably even wondering how to talk with their kids about it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and, and what's going on. And, and I, was, I was there Monday night, obviously. My son was here. He's a monster Bills fan. He dressed yep. up for all the games. You guys know he loves it, right? Yeah. And 
I, I texted, I called actually after the game, after we knew it was supposed to, I called my wife, Yana, and I said, you know, here's what's going on. We're coming home tonight. You know, I, I need to know the, how's Max doing. And she said, you know, he, he was in the stadium for the, the Dane Jackson injury. So he knows that these things can happen. He's seen ambulance on the field before. He understands that these are some serious injuries that can happen. But he was confused of why they weren't playing the game again. He was confused why they didn't restart the game. And, you know, it, it dawned on me at that moment. It's because what you always do, right? You yeah. always restart the game. You always yeah. play. And it's why there was so much confusion about what was going on Monday night. The five minutes, Joe Buck saying they're going to replay. I mean, Bill's players were literally standing on the field thinking they were going to play another snap. And I'm like, because we are so conditioned, and they are so conditioned. No matter what happens, the game goes on, and the Mm -hmm. game keeps playing. And she said he was just confused about that. But what was really cool, what really warmed my heart was um, she said, so, you know, they were talking about it, they were watching it. I have a media guide in my house. My son loves to read the media guide. He tells me things about players that I had no idea about. Oh, that's awesome. It's hibachi and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess what he did was he went and got the media guide and started reading about Damar because he wanted to learn (laughs) about Damar. And and I thought that was super awesome. Yeah. And he's, he, he will be there Sunday and he's making a sign for Damar. I don't know what it's, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, so, you know, and I, I think that's going to be happening a lot. You know, there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of signs and emotion. And I, I keep thinking about what Sunday's going to be like inside Highmark Stadium. It's going to be unbelievable. I'm curious because it, it is the Patriots, and, and there's usually there's an extra sense of um, aggression uh, Patriots, when it comes yeah. to Patriots fans yeah. or whatever. I'm wondering if that tone is going to be familiar or if it's going to be new territory. Yeah, I don't know if it matters who they're playing in this, to be honest with you, you know, but okay. it does. it does, it does make it a little bit of an extra edge knowing it's the Patriots, I think, Nick. And it, not only that, think about it. This is their season. That's what makes it different, too. It's, this is their playoffs. Remember last year they came here for the playoffs. It's essentially the same. The Patriots have to win to make the playoffs. Right. If not, they're most likely missing the playoffs. There is a path for them. They have to have, like, three other teams lose. Mm-hmm. But their season is on the line. So I think so, Nick. I, I do think it is the Patriots. But even from my perspective, like, I haven't talked about this matchup all week. Like, I haven't really, all I've been talking mm-hmm. about is this stuff. And you can understand that. And that's, you know, pretty much everybody. And we even, I did uh, my podcast last night that I do with, with Matt Bove of Channel 7, uh, an Odyssey podcast. And we do, and we were talking and we said, we feel like we know nothing about this matchup because we haven't been thinking about it at all. So I think, yes, it matters because it's the Patriots and what's on the line for them. But I think you could put any team on that field Sunday, and I think Bills fans would be thinking kind of the exact same way they're thinking about this game now. Yeah. Um, do they take the first uh, – does Josh Allen take the first snap of the game and take a knee, and then all the players hold up three? I, I really don't know, Jan. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I don't know – you know, it's important to remember here that he is improving. He has not passed away. You know what I mean? That's not. Yep. It's not something that – you know, no, I, I think there's a delicate balance of how to do something like this. Okay. And I'm not sure you're going to, I don't, I don't know. I'm not speaking for him, but this is my opinion that like, I don't know if you're going to do something in game. I think maybe just pregame is probably stuff you do and you honor them. You, you pay right. tribute to them, things like that. But he um, is improving. You're right about that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if you need to do that. I, who knows? I mean, they, they could do yeah. anything for all I know. Mm-hmm. I do remember like, for example, when, when Sean Taylor tragically passed away for the uh, Washington football team back many years ago, and they started the first play of the next game with only 10 men on the field to honor him. Oh, and wow. I mean, they did because he, 
was no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. This isn't, this isn't that. This is no. a positive, uplifting situation that's going on right now. And I think that has to be remembered here as well. Okay. And, and finally, so with this week, I have so much love now for Cincinnati. It's going to yeah. be hard if they come, because they've been so good to us. If that's the championship game, and, you know, I have respect for their coach, and, you know, I, I guess I just need the competitive side of me to come back out, and right now it still feels soft, and I want to feel competitive, but, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's hard well, to That's new gather. feels, Jan, new feels. I, I've got, like, these love feels yeah. for Cincinnati, yet if it's an AFC championship game in Buffalo, which, how long, you know, I just... This is all tough. It's a lot to take. I would say it this way. I'd say it this way. You know how, I don't know, do you have siblings, Janet? Do you have siblings? Yeah, I got a lot of them. Well, there you go. I didn't know that about you, but you get competitive with them, but you love them, right? Yeah, that's true. Really competitive. (laughs) Really. I love them. Something like that. You know, you you respect the hell out of them. You love them, but you want to beat the heck out of them when you <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay all right that's fair enough and i just i just want to see josh allen doing his handshakes again i just need him to do all oh. of his player handshakes yeah that'll make me feel like he's back you know in the right mindset i just you know keep your um, eyes on the cleats for this game and see who's oh that'll be good yeah is uh, representative if the cleat guys had time to turn stuff around i know that's a process yeah. but uh, you might see some interesting stuff <sighs> so sal we usually ask a bills player to give us the final statement as we get ready for Sunday's game against the New England Patriots. What do you want to say to Bill's Mafia? Well, first, just from a, a reporter's standpoint and watching this from my vantage, I just want to thank everybody because I will tell you that their words, their kindness, their generosity, their thoughts, it is being reverberated throughout One Bill's Drive, throughout with his family, I think with DeMar himself, I'm sure, as they said that he's awake and they're telling him things. So thank you. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not thinking on behalf of me. I'm just telling you that it matters. I can see this from my vantage point, from mm-hmm. me being a reporter in this situation. I think that matters. And everyone needs to know that. You need to know how much all this matters to so many people inside that building and that are connected to DeMar Hamlin. And then as we get to Sunday... I think we all know now that it's bigger than a football game. It's not just about a football game. The wins and losses, the score on the scoreboard, you know, doesn't truly matter in the end. What matters is this young man, his life, and everybody, you know, when it comes to this sort of thing. But there is an important football game on Sunday, and the Bills want to win it. And I know Bills Mafia is going to show up, and mm-hmm. I can't wait for it. And my message is to do it like you always do it, and even go a little harder and even go a little louder every mm-hmm. time you need to. When Mac Jones is under center on a big third mm-hmm. down, make it really tough on the New England Patriots. Step it up. And let's see what happens Saturday, and let's try and get this one seed for the Buffalo Bills at least. If not, keep them in the running to play in that championship game in a neutral site. They don't have to go back to Kansas City. Mm, exactly. Uh, appreciate your time this morning, Sal. Always love talking to you. You too. Don't be a stranger. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Take care. Go Bills. Uh, Sal Capaccio, sideline reporter for the Buffalo Bills. And we love talking to him and uh, getting a little bit of the feeling of what exactly is happening over at One Bills Drive. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.